If the bags that you're carrying ever get too heavy, it's okay if you need rest or you want to unpack. I'll listen. I mean, I get it. You at a place where you're not focused on the logistics. You just want the friendship. And it ain't no timeline for your healing. We've been on our own since children constantly trying to process what you're feeling. I told my therapist, you know, my parents love me, but just not in the way that I need it. And sometimes I catch myself grieving over a relationship with them that I always wanted, but I know I'm not receiving. So I'm trying to make space for forgiveness. But sometimes I'm afraid that if I forgive, that means I let people get away with what they did. And that's not true. The forgiveness is for you. And it takes strength deciding to free yourself of the burden of walking around holding on to the pain of things that have only hurt you. I wanted them to give me something they didn't even give to themselves. They ain't have no tools. They ain't know what to do but still honoring my emotions because they violent. It's just sometimes the things that I'm carrying get too heavy and I don't want it to pour over into the way I parent. Giving your kids a childhood they don't have to heal from is the real flex. Breaking generational curses and healing the wounds from your inner child, that's the real bag. But if the bags that you're carrying right now ever get too heavy and you need rest or you want to unpack, I'll listen. I get it. We've been on our own since children, constantly trying to process what we're feeling. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Care and Chill with Molly, your favorite relationship podcast. I don't mean to toot my own horn, but if the horn is right there and it needs a little beeping, then I'm a toot, toot, toot it. Please don't play, okay? So I'm in a really, really good mood today. Um, I haven't dropped the podcast last week, so I'm happy to be dropping this for y'all because I know when y'all get the notification to y'all phone and y'all see me post this on social media, you're going to be excited. And I feel like we have a pretty good topic today. So a little recap of what's been going on with me. What has been going on with me? I had an amazing Delaware show in Wilmington. It was sold out. It was so good. It was the first time that I included comedy into one of the shows and the comedians killed it. Like I, my side was hurting because I was cracking up so bad. Um, My family is doing good. I went to go see my grandma the other day. I felt so good about that. Um, Yeah, I've been shipping orders. Everybody is loving the softest life. And that makes me so happy. If you aren't following the softest life on Instagram, make sure you follow. You can always use Maui W W for a discount code to get a percentage off. If you're listening to the podcast, we just got some new sets that dropped. And a lot of our sets are starting to go up to a size 2X. And I love that for y'all. And I've been loving the fact that so many people have been saying, thank you for having 2X. Yes. So the girls are loving it. Everything that you need to self-care, look good, chill out, light a candle, wear some pajamas, wear a cute little pullover and some cute shorts, a scarf, whatever you need. You know, I got you because this is what I like to do too. And my man has just been acting like he got some sense this week. So shout out to my man. And my man actually started his new his own podcast and it's called Retire Rec. And I love that for him. His podcast is all about um, retired athletes and life at the sports is really good. So if you and your boyfriend are, are into sports or anything, check out Retire Rec podcast. I'm a podcast girl, so that's what I like to do. And my free time is listen to podcasts. So let's jump right in it. I was going through my DMs on um, Instagram and looking at some topics and some questions that you guys have sent me. And girl, one thing I will say is it was some juicy questions going on in the inbox today. But one of the questions that really stood out to me that we're going to discuss is this confidential message because I'm not going to say the person's name, but this is the message. Here we go. And it always starts off, hey, Maui. 
Hey Maui, you are like bomb as fuck. I love your energy and podcast. All episodes, LOL. Please don't ever stop love. Yes, I love affirmation. So she really did good with starting this message off. <laughs> but I do have a podcast request, LOL. Not sure if you do these, but I do. Um, but I had this friend I knew since eighth grade and I dated him in the 10th grade. Mind you, I'm I'm 28 now. So all of that 10th grade, eighth grade stuff don't count. Y'all didn't even date. Y'all didn't even know who y'all were. Y'all are grown adults now. All that eighth grade and 10th grade stuff, it was cute. But yeah, let me finish the question for y'all. Anyways, we had this really tight connection. We broke up in 2014 and we've been away from each other for five years and reconnected back in 2020. Every time we try to get back with each other, we're in a relationship. Currently, I just got out of my marriage and he's still in his. He's made all of these promises saying, I want to have kids with you. It's supposed to be us, blah, blah, blah. I just ended our whatever we had last week because I don't know how he shows more. I don't like how he shows more respect for me than his wife. But both of our feelings are still strong and had to block each other from social media. Child, I want to be over my ex, but I can't stop my feelings for him. And he's still in his toxic marriage. His friends and families aren't too fond of her. She has cheated on him before, but won't leave him because she's not financially ready and doesn't want no one to have him, which is crazy. Sorry, I know this is a lot and I hope you understand my story. One thing I will sum it up and say that in my response to her, because I did tell her I would use this for the podcast is I said, I will say none of what she did or how his family feels about her is your business. So don't harp on that to validate the reason why you're entertaining somebody's husband. I feel like a lot of times when people doing something that they're not proud of or that they know that if they were in a different place in their life, they wouldn't be doing, they try to make excuses. The same way when a person hurts your feelings or they do something wrong, they try to validate their actions by saying, well, you did this first or you cheated on me. I'm, I'm, I'm messing with this lady's husband. So to validate my actions right now, I'm, I'm bringing up the fact that the marriage is toxic and she cheated before and she did this and she did that. And that's why she deserves another woman to sleep with her husband right now in this moment. Okay. Not that she didn't say that we slept together, but she said, whatever we had, we just going to assume that one thing that I will say, okay, is these men, these married men, these men in relationships, they literally will tell you anything for it to benefit them. Nobody is holding this man hostage to be married, especially when they don't have children. Nobody is putting a gun to his head and saying, you got to stay married to me. I'm going to beat you up or I can't leave her. She's not financially ready. A man will say whatever he needs to say so that he can get what will benefit him from you. And we fall for it. I fell for it before. All of that, the marriage is toxic and she did this to me and my family can't stand her. Why is he even pillow talking to the extent of being comfortable enough to express himself about his woman? You, don't, He's the one who made the promise to God to love and cherish and do all of this extra stuff. If you're not happy, then leave me. If you're not happy, then leave me. Because at the end of the day, all I see is a cheater. If it wasn't, if he wasn't going to be cheating on her for you, it would have been somebody else. He don't care about the fact that we knew each other since 10th grade and the connection is so strong. If somebody from up the street had a fat butt and a pretty face, he would have been cheating with her. You're not the exception because he's having this weak moment and it's just, I just can't control how I feel for you. And I feel like right now you're okay with doing, you're okay with entertaining this type of thing because you just got out of a marriage and you're emotionally vulnerable. And it's not to make excuses for you, but why would I want to be being intimate with somebody I know is going to go lay down with somebody every night.
that I know that has married, that's married to somebody that has feelings for somebody that has been with somebody for years. Why would I even want karma to even play with me at that extent? And I feel like that's the tricky thing about being at places where we emotionally vulnerable. We don't know. We don't realize that we're not making the best decisions for ourselves. That's why when I talk to y'all and I be saying like, oh, I was in a relationship with somebody years ago and I was and I knew that they was in a relationship where I tell you all the time that I was vibrating at one of the lowest frequencies in my life of how I was feeling about myself, of what I felt like I was deserving of. And I know she said, like, I want to get over my ex, but we're not trying to get over shit. And that's the problem that people not understanding. We're trying to get through things. I don't want to get over anything. I'm not trying to get over. I'm trying to get through. And when I get through, I do exactly what I need to do in order to get to that other side. I'm not skipping shit. I'm not jumping over puddles. I'm walking right through that shit. I'm not standing, staying in the house and waiting until it stops raining. I'm walking in the rain. Unless I got one of my good wigs on. But you know, you know what I'm trying to say. You know, you get the point. We're not trying to get over it. And that's the thing. People be wanting the pain to just be over with or the fact that we miss somebody, we care some care about somebody still, or we can't stop thinking them, thinking about them. And we think that a new dick or a new vagina or a new connection or a new relationship is going to be able to distract us from how we feel inside. And no, it don't. Because when you don't got the distraction, you still got to deal with what the fuck you feel. That's the same thing when people drink and they get high, they do all of this other stuff to try to distract how they feel inside instead of just feeling that shit. Because sometimes that's all we need. Sometimes you need to just sit there and just cry about it. And just freaking, you know what? I, I just need to cry. I just need to scream. I just need to holler. I just need to knock some shit off the table. I just need to break down. Because the shit hurt bad. Some of us just be so tired of feeling like that. And we just want the pain to be over. But listen, when you... When you go through it, like really, really allow yourself the space to just go through that shit and feel everything I need to feel. We know when we finally start healing and feeling better, this shit for real. This ain't for play. I ain't posting no positive quote to try to convince myself that I'm happy today. I'm feeling liberated. I'm feeling better than ever. Okay. So as for you in this situation, if you listen, it ain't a bone in my body that that makes me feel flattered by somebody's husband or somebody that's in a relationship wanting to talk to me or be attracted to me. But I want you to tap in and tune into what would make you want to entertain this situation in the first place. What kind of qualities do you feel like he has that is just like the connection is just so strong? What kind of qualities who got, do he have that got you feeling that way? And how good would it make you feel if you if he never left his wife and you continue to just be with this, the secret that you are right now? Would you be okay if the situation that he has with his wife never changes and he remains married to her and you continue to be the secret? I feel like we had a generation. And, uh, and then not only that, I, another thing that I liked was the fact that she said, I don't like how he respects me more than his wife. It's certain shit that certain men are not going to do because it's a character. What he's doing is just a character flaw. He's cheating because he's a cheater. That's what he's doing right now. He's not cheating because he knew her since eighth grade or none of that. He's cheating because he's a cheater. It's a character flaw. It's not even that I have too much respect for the person that I lay with every night. 
to do certain shit like this to her. I'm doing what I want to do. Because even if it's toxic right now, sometimes people go through emotional rough patches in a relationship and it'd be hard to get out of it. Sometimes it'd be, it'd be hard to catch the flow. But you already saying this person is okay with disrespecting a person that they thought they was going to spend the rest of their life with. They willing to do everything besides leave. Because even, even if she wasn't financially ready, he could go and get his own apartment then. He could move out. What's the excuse for that? I know what it's like to be with somebody. And you just feel like, you know what? He loved me more than her. He don't even want to be with her. That man would... That, listen, tell you anything. Have you thinking that... Have you thinking that she actually, actually the side chick and you his real woman? Some of them get so deep in their lies and their manipulation. That they really have you out here thinking that you the main girlfriend. And listen, they are going home and living in hell every single day, having to wake up to this woman that gets on their goddamn nerves. And she won't leave me. She keep trying to guilt trip me and say that she's going to take my kids away. She ain't never say that in her life. They say anything. She said that if I don't stay, she's taking my kids away and she'll meet me in court. And I'm so afraid that I won't be able to see my son. Stop letting these men say whatever to get what they want. The, the, the main goal be to have sex. Okay. That'd be the main goal. And we fall for it over words. Over what somebody's saying. We allow people to just, why, why am I letting, listen, this is my husband I got over here. I don't want people to just be able to pull up and just give you some freaking type of lies just for some sex or some intimacy or some type of connection. And we so desperate for it and we want to feel it so bad and we want some type of intimacy and some type of intimacy, some type of passion. That we'd be like, you know what, I'll take what I could get right now. It's better than not having nothing. At least I ain't thinking about my ex. No. No, 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 no. I fell for that shit so many times. And the crazy thing, <laughs> what was what made my what made my what was my wake up call is when they finally got out of a relationship with that person and then got in a relationship with somebody else and it still wasn't me. I'm walking around here as if it was it was gonna be me or it's supposed to be me whole time. Listen, if it ain't if it ain't now, it ain't never gonna be. Okay, stop allowing them to feed you lies. We need more proof in the pudding. More proof in the pudding, please. But some of that should just be what we want to hear so bad in that moment that we fall for. Listen, I know what it's like to just be wanting to feel like like somebody really love you. Like somebody really care or somebody really give a fuck, especially when you, you done spent so much time pouring into somebody that don't. I know what it's like to finally feel like, well, at least he care about me. God damn. The last guy was with and give a, and give two fucks about me. So I know what it's like to feel like, damn, well, at least this person care. Shit. If they don't, if it, if ain't nothing else, they care about me. At least I ain't got begged them for attention. At least I don't got begged them to be romantic. At least I don't got to beg them for companionship. I know how I listen. 
I know how it could get. I know how it can get when you've been craving certain things for so long and you ain't have it in a long time. It get tricky. You feel like I ain't had this shit in so long and right now it feels good. It feel good to be noticed. It feel good to have somebody that care about me. All that, okay? But at what expense? Because if a person wanted to, they would. And we end, we be the ones end up looking foolish. The likeliness of y'all two whisking off into a sunset ain't that likely. It ain't that likely. But it's okay because right now in this moment, we getting everything that we need. So we'll make excuse for it. Like, yeah, we might not whisk off into a sunset shit, but at least he appreciate me. At least I feel freaking loved for once. At least somebody give me some type of attention. We'll make we'll start making excuses for why we settling right now so it can make sense to us. I be trying to tap into like exactly what made me want to freaking the first time I was in a situation with somebody and they had a girlfriend. I didn't even know that they had a girlfriend at first because of how good of a liar they was. They just lied so good. I just, I felt like maybe they got, maybe they just be telling this person that they got a different work schedule or whatever. I don't know what they was lying, how they was, how they was able to lie the way they was able to freaking get away with this shit. But one thing I will say is I really convinced myself that because of how much time he spent with me, because of the things that he did for me. He loved me more than her. I know he don't really want to be there. They just got kids together and it's complicated and they got a business together. I made every excuse when the main thing that the main reason that I was with them was because for financial security, that was the main thing. So I had to tap into exactly why I was there. Financial security and a lot of the other qualities that they gave me were qualities that I feel like if I had a better relationship with my dad. I wouldn't be running behind no man right now that's treating me like this. I wouldn't even have, I wouldn't even be entertaining him. I truly, truly believe that. Listen, dad, where you at? Cause I'm out here doing some shit. I ain't even supposed to, you will be disappointed. Definitely. If I had a dad, things would probably be a little bit different. But the financial stability that, that they provided was the main reason why I allowed them to treat me that way. So what was the first thing I did? Made sure I got my own freaking money. Next time around, I'm going to make sure I need my, I got to have my own money. So can't nobody throw into my face what they be doing for me. So if you in a relationship or a situationship, that's the last thing I want y'all to do is be in a situationship where you letting somebody lie to you. If you being a side, if you being a side chick, if you being in a situation, all that is low, low energy draining situations that don't never really turn out to be anything. If you know you a relationship girl, if you know you crave real intimacy and a real connection, please stop letting people listen. Please stop letting people play with you like this. This is for the birds. Do I give side chick to you when you look at me? That's what you see a side chick. You don't see a wife. That's what you need to start asking when people approach you with shit like that. 
wanting to be in situationships, wanting to listen. That's what you see when you look at me. A secret. I don't give I don't give wife vibes to you. That's not that's not what you see when you look at me, a wife. You see a secret. Okay, perfect. Another thing that um somebody sent a message and said which is the next thing that actually y'all need to actually y'all actually should probably focus on. <laughs> it's celibacy. And it said, good morning. I love your podcast. I would love if you touch on celibacy. I just started this journey. I feel like God has been trying to tell me I need to switch it up because I keep attracting the wrong people. So I started this journey until I feel like someone that's worth it to make dating easier. Something else I would like you to touch on is playing with toys is playing with toys, cheating on your celibacy. I'm a Christian, and I know toys toys lead to other things. Okay, I I'm not a toy girl, though. I will say that, so I won't even. I'm not a toy girl. That's just my personal personal preference. But I know y'all y'all love the toys. Um, I wish more people practice celibacy or being abstinent because one thing I will say is your vision is able to be more clear. I feel like sometimes either we have too set we have when we end up having sex too fast, we make excuses for people in the red flags because we don't feel like we wasted time because we already didn't have sex with the person. I really truly wish that if people took their time with having sex, a lot of the turnouts and the outcomes would be completely different. Another thing I will say for the people that are celibate, we don't gotta announce this every time we meet somebody. You don't have to announce that you are celibate. Like, why do y'all feel like y'all have to shout it from the mountaintops or something? If I'm on my way to your house or something, or I'm in a compromising, if I'm in a position where it's though, like you might try something and I need you to know, like, we're not going to be on it. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. I can share it with you. But I'm not just willingly going out my way saying, hey, you know, I'm celibate and I've been celibate. Yeah, that's not their business. That's my personal opinion. How y'all feeling? I don't know, but that's how I feel. I'm not walking around just saying like, hey, I'm celibate. Hey, you know, I'm celibate. But one thing, me getting out of me getting in my relationship that I'm in now, before I was in a relationship, I was celibate. Abstinent. I wasn't having sex. I felt like I needed to sacrifice things for God. I felt like God just wanted me to have a better vision. He wanted me to be more focused. And the only way I could be focused is getting rid of the things that distracted me, okay? So, I think I stopped drinking. That was one thing that I stopped doing. I stopped drinking. I wasn't having sex. And I was really just focusing on my business. Another thing that made me want to not have sex was I felt like I was constantly, always the girl that was overextending herself, okay? Okay? So I felt like I'm always doing too much. I felt like I'm always too nice. I feel like I'm always too everything. I wanted people to fall in love with my personality and who I was and not how I could treat them or what would be beneficial to them. I wanted to do something different. And that's how I felt like, you know what, this is, this is going to be it. I was always the girl that would prematurely commit to men that never said they were interested in me. I like you in a week. We getting married, be my husband, all of the good stuff. That was just me. He never even said that he liked me. I just met him. 
I felt like if I didn't have sex, I would be able to see people for exactly who they are. I felt like if I tried to also practice not people pleasing or overextending myself, then I could attract somebody that liked me for my personality and not because I'm just somebody that they could take advantage of. Because I feel like that's what was ha- what was happening. Nice girl, easy to take advantage of and stuff like that. I feel like it was just convenient. So by me doing it, I feel like what happened was I was able to have clearer vision and better taste. Another thing y'all hear me say all the time is me asking God to prepare me. I wanted God to prepare me for exactly what he felt like I was deserving of because I feel like the things that I was asking for in the past was just showing I don't have no taste. Um, it was just showing like, girl, like you don't even got no taste at all. I felt like I just want you to prepare me, guys, so I don't feel the need to self-sabotage or jeopardize it when it finally happens for me. When it finally works out the way you said it would work out or something good finally happens to me, I want to be able to welcome it with open arms. I want to be able to operate from a place of gratitude and gratefulness. I don't want to feel the need to think that it's a catch-22 or something bad has to happen. None of those things. So I was able to do all of those things by not having sex. And when I got in my relationship now and I met my boyfriend, when he came over my house, that's when I told him, like, yeah, I'm celibate abstinent I don't have sex and I ain't looking to have sex and the only reason why I brought it up was because like you're at my house right now was if he wasn't at my house I would have continued not bringing it up because what am I bringing this up for when I don't plan on having sex with you it was no point in me bringing this up so something that I liked and that interested me in him was leading up to all of this he was interested in me and my personality I wasn't really going on my way do anything besides the whole good morning thing. We would talk throughout the day. We would be on the phone together. Like he was a nice guy. Like it was, he was just a nice person. What I, what I liked was after he found out that, um, I don't have sex. I didn't feel, I I never felt pressure. I never felt like, Oh, he don't like me now. Or I felt like he was changing or he's not that interested no more. I didn't, I didn't start feeling any of those ways. And I know a lot of women feel like unconsciously, we might not say this, but sometimes we might like a guy and we feel like if we don't have sex with him, then he's not going to like us no more. Or if we're not having sex fast enough, he's going to become uninterested. Or some of us feel like we actually need to have sex so that he can be interested more. And that's one of the most dangerous things I feel like that a lot of women do. They feel like he's not that interested right now and he's super inconsistent. Let me put the pussy on him and have sex with him and that'll make him like me. And that's a dangerous game to use your, your body and your vagina as collateral and then get upset that he's still inconsistent. Nothing changed except for the fact that he didn't walk away with some vagina and he didn't have to put in no work for it. He didn't have to take you on a date or nothing. Nothing changed, but you. But sometimes we like somebody so much that we allow our minds to play tricks on us and end up doing the most for people. And I hate that we end up doing the most for people who do nothing for us. When I, outside of a relationship that I'm in now, and that's because I reciprocate. When I think about the people in my past, like where is do I went on my way for people, 
Oh my gosh, I could literally kick my own ass thinking about it. Thinking about the fact that I've overextended myself in the past to people who ain't deserve to even know me in that way. That I've overextended myself to people who didn't even deserve to be in my company. Why are you, why is he even in your space? Why do you even talk to this guy? He doesn't value you. He doesn't appreciate you. He doesn't do nothing nice for you. Like, why are you even wasting your time with him? And some people who only like you because of the sex. Some guys that only text you every day so that they could continue to have at least some type of communication going because they only want to keep fucking you. Y'all never been nowhere together. He doesn't do anything for you. He doesn't ask you like, how your day going? How was you feeling? How are you feeling today? He's on his way to your house to have sex with you. He don't even think like, let me get her something to eat. You hungry? You want to go? At least you want to go grab something to eat and then we come back to the house. But we don't require people to treat us like that. You know why? Because we out here freaking fucking people husband. No shade. We not requiring people to do nothing because we so we appreciate the company so much. We appreciate the company. We just so grateful and all this stuff. We not requiring nobody to do nothing. Don't be in, listen. Don't be embarrassed. If you got standards, don't be embarrassed if you still single because it's taking you a little bit longer. Because, because listen, one thing I will say is easy to find. It's easy to find somebody when you're willing to settle. When you're willing to settle, it's easy to find somebody. It's easy to say, you know what? I'll just take this. It's okay. I'll just, I'll just settle for somebody, boyfriend. I know it won't please me or satisfy me in the long run, but uh, I guess it's okay for right now. It'll do. And a lot of y'all are relationship people, so why do y'all put yourselves in positions that y'all know will never satisfy y'all? That's what be fucking me up about the whole being in situationships or messing with somebody's boyfriend. A lot of y'all love being in relationship. Y'all love being loved by people. Y'all love romance. Y'all love all of that. Y'all love the connection, the falling asleep on the phone. So why settle for places where you know you're not going to get that? Why even allow yourself to get so deep into a place where you know that it's going to end up hurting me in the end? So for anybody else that want to practice being celibate, I 100% suggest it. Giving, your time, giving yourself that time and space to see things for exactly what they are. Giving yourself some space to just fall in love with you and enjoy your own company. What make you happy? What make you feel good? Do you remember? You remember what make you feel good and what make you happy before you start doing so much for everybody else? Before you start entertaining people that you shouldn't be entertaining, what makes you happy? What makes you feel loved? Anything, any idea, anything that's ringing a bell? No? Okay. We do so much for all these other people and it's like, for what? For what? 
We don't walk away with anything. So why not stop giving my body to people who don't even value any other aspect of me? Try something different. Why not I just allow myself to just, I guess, see what happened? Guess I'll just see what happened. Shit. I've been fucking people since I was in high school, and it don't turn out. It ain't turned out good for me in the longest time, so. Shit, might as well. Might as well just up. Love myself right now, huh? I love that for you. So if anybody is thinking about it, that's how my self-love was journeying. And I, I don't use toys, so I don't know as far as that. But one thing I will say is it was a lot of times where I was lonely. A lot of times I didn't feel like um, loved. I felt bored. I missed companionship. I missed in intimacy. I missed laying next to somebody. Um, it was a lot of times that was hard for me. A lot of times it was really hard. I was bored. I would watch a little porn porn. I ain't even gonna hold you. I would watch a little porno sometimes, but girl, that don't really make you feel good. And they be saying sometimes if you watch that kind of stuff too much, it, it messes up the human connection that you got with other people. So I could I could understand that. I could understand how that could how that could be a thing. So, something to think about. I hope that helps some people today. I'm really tired of all of the... Everybody could touch me, but it's okay if you don't love me, era. I feel like that's what we're going through right now. So many people having sex, doing all this extra stuff, but nobody is really being loved. And hopefully, with the more, the more and more we keep touching on these topics and we keep having these type of conversations, the more I would have put things in perspective. For the decisions that we make and the actions that we make in and the, the people that we decide to entertain. We got to continue to have these type of conversations. Even if we don't like the answer, even if we feel a little judged or we feel like somebody in our business, we got to continue to push it. It makes us more accountable. And just know that I'm always coming from a place of love when it comes to y'all. I'm never judging shit because I didn't did half of this stuff that y'all be saying. I didn't did it, but <laughs> I didn't did most of it before. So I can't even judge. All I could do is just pray that you get your shit together. That's all. And that's what anybody that care about you will want for you to get your shit together. So I hope everybody has a good day. Everybody loves themselves today. What else I want y'all asses to do? Relax. If you made it this far into the podcast, you can go to the softest life and use the code family. For 15% off on a website, that is the family discount that I give to my relatives. But if you made it all the way to the end right now, I consider you family too. Because you freaking played this shit all the way to the end. And I love that, okay? So if you made it to the end, use the family discount. Because we cousins now, okay? And I hope you have a wonderful day. And don't let, don't let nobody fuck your day up.